0: Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We're a church. We're a house of prayer. We're a prayer movement. We have church on Sundays in South Florida. Come on by if you've never been. 10.47 a.m. and one thirty p.m. our service times. Our prayer movement is called Awakening Prayer Hubs. And we have Awakening Prayer Hubs in the nations of the earth, in Asia, in Europe, in New Zealand, Australia, Canada, the U.S. Join the movement. I'm looking for some mature prayer leaders or prayer leaders I can mature to help you see revival come to your city. I'm serious about it. We're going to have our next broadcast, our next Zoom teaching and fellowship in September. We're working on a date for that, so Prayer Hub leaders, start looking for it. It's going to be good. I'm excited about it. AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. Join that movement. Find a hub. Start a hub. I'm the founder of the Ignite Network, IgniteNow.org, IgniteNow.org. It's a prophetic network of prophetic people contending for a pure prophetic flow. Really, it's a prophetic family, and there's so many deep relationships that have been formed through Ignite while in a learning process, understanding and knowing. Uh, that there's a lot of false stuff out there. and We want to guard ourselves from that deception that's rising in the end times. But there's also a right way to move in the prophetic. And we do it together. Ignite. And that's a family. IgniteNow.org. Get ignited. Please. Get out from under those false prophets, please. Discerning Prophetic Witchcraft still number one on Amazon.com. And we're actually already talking about a sequel. My publisher reached out to me yesterday and said there's just... So much power in what you're saying. Nobody's saying it. I've had more warfare than I'd like to have in a long time. And unfortunately, the enemy uses certain people whose hearts are suddenly exposed and they turn on you in a moment. Actually, they were never for you in the beginning. So it's been a really interesting season, kind of rocky, turbulent over the last, I guess, a season or a few weeks. But pray for me as I pray for you. Today, we're praying out of victory decrees. Spiritual warfare strategies for spiritual warfare victory. You have the victory. I want you to know that. I want you to grab hold of that reality. You already have the victory. You're just pushing your way through to see the fullness of it. Today's devotion is titled Resist the Strong Man. Resist the Strong Man. Resist the Strong Man. And here's what I heard the Lord say When the enemy comes at you one way, He will be forced to flee seven ways when you resist him. If you don't resist the strong man, he will come in and take everything that belongs to you. But if you bind the strong man, you can take back what he stole in the past season. Your resistance looks like prayer. Your resistance looks like binding and loosing. Your resistance looks like speaking words of life. Your resistance looks like obedience. Your resistance looks like faith-inspired actions. Rise up and resist, and you will recover all. Come on, that's a good word. I don't care where you're from. I'm making myself a note. I just got a revelation. Forgive me. James 4, 7, Matthew 12, 29, John 14, 15 are the scripture references for today. Now the prayer starter and the decree. Father, when the enemy comes at me one way, help me rise up and resist the voice, the temptation, the accusations, and the devices that he uses against me. I decree the strong man is bound in the chains he tried to bind me with. I declare the enemy is fleeing, leaving behind what he stole in past seasons. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we give you praise this morning. My God, how energized I am this morning. I'm ready to fight. Who wants to go to the battle line with me? God, we praise you this morning because you are an incredibly potent God. (laughs) You are all powerful. We can't even fathom the power of your spirit, the power that is in your name, the power of the blood. We can't even fathom it. We can't even begin to comprehend the depth, the width, the height Not only of your love, but of your power. Come on. You, God, have all authority and we bow to you this morning. We submit ourselves to you this morning. We say yes to your will. Yes to your ways. Yes to your power. Yes to your influence over our life. Yes to your word. Yes to your promises. Yes, yes, yes. We Say yes to an omnipotent God he is all powerful can you grasp that just even at the surface level if you do it'll change your life you will not tremble in fear when the enemy comes sliding into your purview you will not retreat when the enemy releases those intimidating words the threats the vain imaginations you will not slide back but you will run to the battle Line, when you understand that God is with you the omnipotent the omnipotent God is with you the all powerful God is with you the God of all authority is with you, the maker of heaven and earth is with you the God who tramples on serpents and scorpions and gave you the same power to do so is with you the God who sits in the heavens and laughs at his enemies is with you the God who speaks to the storms rebukes the waves oh he is with you the God to whom Satan is under his feet he is with you Emmanuel God God with us. We praise you, Emmanuel. We praise you, Jehovah Gabor. We praise you, the God who sits above the circle of the earth and looks down on creation, looks over us, watches over us carefully, cautiously, because of the great love he has for us. That is our God. (laughs) oh Jesus would you forgive us today for giving the enemy so much power we give him so much credence we get so rattled and ruffled every time he pokes up his ugly head would you help us today to create and cultivate an awareness that the omnipotent God lives on the inside of us the omnipotent God is fighting for us. The omnipotent God has already defeated the weasel called Satan. He's under your feet. He's under your feet. He's under your feet. He's under your feet, and that is where he shall remain. Jesus, forgive us for giving ear to the threats, for bowing to the threats, for bowing to the lies, for bowing to the intimidation, for bowing to the enemy's plans, for bowing to the enemy's plots, for bowing to the enemy's schemes. Forgive us, O God. Forgive us, because we simply did not know who we were. We didn't get the revelation. We didn't get the bulletin from heaven. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. He's a worm. The wicked one is a worm. He has no power over you except the power that you give him. Oh, Jesus. He has no power over you except for the power that you give him. I said the devil, the fear, the rejection, the torment, the, the depression, the addiction. It has no power over you except the power that you give it. Except the power that you give it. Oh, Jesus. Forgive us today for giving the devil an inch because we should have known he was going to take a mile. For giving the devil a toehold because we should have known he was going to build a stronghold. Forgive us, God, for giving the devil any slack, for giving the devil any opportunity. Paul told us, inspired by the Holy Spirit, Give no opportunity to the devil. That's what he says in a in Corinth. Give no opportunity to the devil. It's plain as day. They aren't the words in red, but they were the words that came from the Holy Spirit's heart. Inspired, inspired, inspired. Paul wrote them down. Inspired. Give no opportunity to the enemy. <laughs> So Father, Father, forgive us because we gave the devil an inch we didn't cast down the vain imagination quickly enough we didn't plead the blood of Jesus over ourselves before we went to bed and that nocturnal attack tried to creep in we didn't do what your word says to do and so we're not walking in what your word says we could have the enemy has come in like a flood but I thank you omnipotent one I thank you almighty one I thank you the Jesus I, I thank you the 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 one who defeated death hell and the grave I thank you I thank you that you will restore what the enemy stole that you will make up for lost time that you will make the crooked places straight As we submit to you, as we surrender to you, Father, forgive us because we didn't resist the enemy at his onset. That's what the word says to do. That's what the word says to do. It's what the word says. Resist the enemy. Stand firm against him at his onset. That means don't wait Until he has the advantage. Don't give him the opportunity. Don't give him any slack. Don't give him any rope. Don't give him. Don't give him. Don't give him uh, even a second of your time, your attention, your focus. Bind him. (laughs) You bind him. You cast him out. You cast him down. We've been through this, the Jeremiah 110 mandate. We already went through this this week, the Jeremiah 110 mandate. We already addressed this this week, the Jeremiah 110 mandate. But still, we give opportunity to the devil. We don't see what we don't see, and we don't know what we don't know. So, sharpen our discernment, God. The false prophets will always prophesy to you that you have discernment <laughs> because they want you to feel safe. The enemy will always tell you that you're discerning because he wants you to feel secure. The reality is we all need to be sharpened in this area. We all need to be sharper in this area called discernment. All of us, me, you, all of you, South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, London, Canada, you all need to be sharpened in discernment because the Bad boy, false prophets are rising fast. And the enemy is raging because he knows his time is growing short. He is pulling out all the stops. He's running full speed. But victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs. He is the all-powerful, omnipotent, almighty God. He is the all-in-all. The Bible calls Jesus the all-in-all. The all-in-all. So give us that revelation today, God, of the believer's authority. The authority of Christ delegated to us when we're walking in the word, when we're submitted to God. Listen, when we're submitted to God, watch this. When we're submitted to God, we walk in the same authority on the earth as Jesus walked when he was on the earth, but we don't get it. When you're in rebellion, that authority doesn't work. That's why the Bible says, before you try to even bother resisting the devil, before you even bother trying. As a matter of fact, don't even bother trying to resist the devil until, until you submit yourself to God. James said, submit yourself to God, part one. Resist the devil, part two, and he will flee from you, part three. It's a three step process. The foundation of spiritual warfare is right there. Just came out of my mouth. Submit yourself to God because when you do, you have the strength, you have the power, and you're walking in a heavenly authority, undiluted by rebellion, undiluted by disobedience, undiluted by double mindedness. And you're walking in a heavenly authority, Christ's Very own authority. This is not some subpar authority. It's not some repackaged authority. It's not some class B authority. This is the authority (laughs) of the Lord Jesus Christ himself that he has imparted to you. But it only works when you're in submission. That's why you have to repent before you go into spiritual warfare. Because we all have open doors. There's sins of omission, sins of commission. There's things we do we don't even realize we did that diminish or dilute our authority. Your authority only works when you're under the one who gave you the authority. The centurion said to Jesus, he needed his servant healed. He wanted to, he's a man of compassion. He said, Lord, heal my servant. He said, I'll come heal your servant. I mean, here's this centurion. He's a Gentile. He's not even part of the covenant. He's a centurion. He's a Roman soldier. He says that my servant is sick. He was interceding for a servant. Jesus said, I'll come and heal him. He said, no. He said, I'm a man of authority. I tell this one, go. I tell this one, do this, and they do it. He said, but I'm also a man under authority. His authority as a centurion would not have worked if he was not submitted to the authority of the governor of the region. Our authority won't work unless we're submitted to him so father today would you show us any areas of our life where we consistently do not submit to you will you show us any areas of our life we consistently fail to submit to you because of a ignorance we don't know what the word says guess what guys ignorance is not bliss Because of our own preference, because of our hurt, because of a wound. If we are not submitting to you in an area of our life, God, we need to see it clearly so we can truly, thoroughly, completely repent. Like to the root, down to the bone. Repent. We need to see it. If we're not submitted, help us. We know that your grace is sufficient. We know that your grace covers us so often against the the plans of the enemy that we never even see, even when we're in less than full obedience because you know that we're not ever going to get it completely right and your grace is so wide. But known disobedience, practicing sin, whether with our mouth, our mind, show us where we need to take another step in your grace, in your love, and your mercy so that we can stop having to cry out to you in desperation when the enemy has his foot on our neck and flip the script and use the authority that Christ gave us in full force, in full submission, to put our foot on the enemy's neck. Ah, come on, I'm praying good today, I'm teaching good. Shabbat, Show us, God, what we've not yet been able to see about ourselves that gives the enemy an upper hand. Is it soulish compassion? What is it? What is it that keeps causing us to put ourselves in situations where the enemy has full access to our soul, to our heart, to our mind, to our money, to our family, to our business? Why do we keep falling for these things, these ploys of the enemy, these lies, these whispers, these intimidating thoughts? Why? Show us why so we can close those doors. Paul said, give no opportunity to the enemy. Give no opportunity no opportunity no opportunity so we got we repent right now in Jesus name for any area of our lives whether we see them or not and we want to see it God we want to get in our quiet place with you and and go deep but we're saying right now we lay down a blanket of repentance over I We say Lord forgive us forgive us for sins of omission forgive us for sins of commission forgive us For sins we know about and sins we don't. For poor habits that have become strongholds in our mind that cause us to believe wrong things, do wrong things, say wrong things, think wrong things. Forgive us and let your blood wash over us and cleanse us from the unrighteousness of our own behavior, our own thinking. We take responsibility. Come on, guys. We take responsibility. There's no repentance without taking responsibility. What I noticed right in this season is people want to blame somebody else for their sin. Yeah, we knew it was wrong, but we thought you thought it was okay. So since you thought it was okay, we figured it was okay. No. We take responsibility for our individual sin, not for anybody else's, but for ours. We take responsibility right now. And we ask you, God. To forgive us completely and we know that you will because your word says if, if, if any man comes and asks for forgiveness you'll you'll hear and answer and wash us white as snow so we thank you Lord for your forgiveness complete and thorough now we cut off all opportunity the enemy thinks he has in our lives the door is slammed in his face you have no more opportunity No mas, devil. We cut off your opportunity in Jesus' name. We push back your witchcraft in Jesus' name. We come against your lies in the name of Jesus. And we will not fall, bow, receive, cave in to your temptations. And we ask you, Lord, to give us a greater discernment to help us develop that, to seek out right teachings based on your word that will help us to shore ourselves up in this area so the devil can't find a chink in our armor, so the devil can't find a a hole in our dam, so the devil can't come in like a flood because we didn't seal up the outer edges of the wall that we should have built around ourselves in prayer, the hedge. The hedge. And help us, Lord, to begin to repair the walls around our lives where we didn't know or we were too lazy or we thought somebody else would do the prayer. Help us, Lord, to rebuild the walls of protection around our life that that is built in prayer and in, in petition, in crying out, in obedience, in submission to you, hedges, repairs of the breach, in our own lives, and help us, Lord, to look out for one another. Help us, Lord, to look out for one another, to look out for one another, to warn one another when somebody's going off a deep end, and we can see they're going off a deep end. Help us, Lord, to be brave enough to say, hey, I I, I think you're believing a lie there. It doesn't seem like that's a godly behavior there out of relationship, out of love, help us to be willing to sound an alarm. We don't want to give the enemy an advantage anymore. Father, we thank you. We love you. We thank you that you love us unconditionally. And you are so good. With you, we gain the victory. And you will trample down our enemies. Huh. I was reading this morning Psalm 108, 13, and it just lit me up with God. We, the Bible says, with God, with Him, with Jesus, with the Lord Almighty, with Jehovah Gabor, with the Omnipotent One, with God. You could stop there and you could preach. You can stop right there and you could preach with God. That's all we need. Everything we'll ever need, hope for, desire, dream of, with God answers it. (laughs) With God, we will, not maybe, not could, not hope to, we will, with God. This is how you meditate on the word, by the way. You break it down into chunks. Just meditate. Okay, hey, let me read you the whole scripture. With God, we will gain the victory and he will trample down our enemies. So you start there and you meditate on with God. You can meditate on that for hours. The things you could do with God in Christ, with God, we will. It's a definite. It's a done deal, baby. We will. We will. With God, we will gain the victory. Hey, with God, we will. Gain the victory. Basha. With God, we will gain the victory. You meditate on that. It renews your mind. And you don't get in despair over the attacks. With God, we will gain the victory. And, wait, 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 what? It gets better? And, oh, wait, hold on. You mean there's more? And he will trample down our enemies he will trample down our enemies (laughs) now you have to understand the definition of the word trample if you really truly want to appreciate this verse to trample means to tread heavily so as to bruise crush or injure It means to inflict injury or destruction, especially contemptuously or ruthlessly. God will ruthlessly destroy your enemy underfoot. See, he's under your feet. You can't trample something that's not under your feet. See how you meditate on scripture and it begins to unfold? The Living says, with God's help, we will do mighty things. For he will trample down our foes. English standard with God we shall do valiantly it is he who will tread down our foes Berean study we God with God we perform with valor through God we will do valiantly and it is he who shall tread down our adversaries through God we will do valiantly for it is he who shall tread down our enemies tread. Tread. He's given us authority to tread on serpents and scorpions, right? And nothing shall by any means harm us. What does it mean to tread? To step or walk on or over. To execute by stepping. To beat, to subdue or repress as if by trampling, to crush. You can tread on the devil's head. Crush it. The woman will crush Satan under the woman will crush Satan's head. Come on through God. We shall do valiantly, for it is he who shall tread down our enemies. Sometimes he uses us to do it. He does it. We're in Christ. He does it. We do it. It's him doing it through us. Only you give us victory and crush our enemies. father we're so grateful. (laughs) We're so grateful. You've not left us helpless. You've not left us as orphans you've sent us the Holy Spirit to work in us and through us to show us things to come to warn us of enemy attack only you give us victory and crush our enemies with God on our side we will win he will defeat our enemies with God we will perform valiantly he will trample our foes I will find strength in God by God's power, we will conquer. God will confer power to us and he will tread upon our enemies. God, we're so grateful because you are an all-powerful God. Your power is greater than the power of the enemy. The only power he has is the power that we give him. And we are not giving him any power anymore. We're not giving him any opportunity anymore we're not giving him the chance anymore so father help us today to discern the enemy we don't fight against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers rulers of the darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places our battle is in the second heaven we all we know all too well that the, the enemy uses people just like God uses people you ever thought about that does God use people Does the Lord use people to to do his work? Yes, the Lord uses people to do his work. Therefore, is it any surprise that the enemy uses people to do his work? So, Father, help us discern. Help us discern. Help us discern. Help us discern. Help us discern the false prophets. Help us discern the prophetic manipulators. Help us discern. Help us discern, God. Help us discern the enemy sneaking in unaware, creeping into our purview. Help us to see what we can't see. We need you. We submit ourselves to you. And we celebrate your goodness and your glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Shabbat shakataravashah amen come on isn't God good isn't he good I love it when the enemy overplays his hand at such a point you're expecting See, when you're expecting the spiritual warfare when you're expecting the enemy to hit you can brace yourself for it and then when he hits you you know it was him even if he gets a good one in a lot of it happens at night it's called nocturnal warfare even if the devil gets in a good hit while you're asleep for some reason you wake up, you know what it is. You break it off, you keep going. It, it, all it does is make you stronger. Lights of fire under me. I'm like Rocky in the spirit, man. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> You've got to discern this stuff, guys. I hope that you'll take the, the broadcast school and get the book, Discerning Prophetic Witchcraft. There's also a whole series on developing spiritual discernment, and that is 20 Teachings at least, you know, about 45 minutes or more, more or less average 45 minutes. Usually my messages are closer to an hour. It just depends. I hope you'll go to schoolofthespirit.tv and get these resources. You need to discern. Once you start to see some of this stuff, it'll make you so mad, not with yourself, but at the devil, that you'll stop, you'll, you'll stop, you'll stop falling for it. And then you'll start warning other people of it. As we've got a new series also starting unshakable faith at uncertain times. if you're trying to build your faith, you can go over there to school of the spirit. TV there's all kinds of stuff over there discerning the signs of the end times, school of the prophetic walking in the spirit. we're in that series now. see your activation for kids, school of deliverance, discerning the remnant, tactical warfare, the love challenge, walking in your prophetic destiny, see your activation challenge, transform, a 90-day spirit prayer challenge, Jezebel's Revenge, Next Level Prophetic, School of the Apostles, tr- Decoding Your Dreams, School of Spiritual Warfare, Making of a Prophet-Intensive intensive writing, Writer's Boot Camp, Drowning Marine Demons. Man, I've produced so much so much content in the last couple years since I left Charisma. God is so good. God is so good. You want to sow today in the ministry, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org donate. You can become a partner there you could sow a one-time seed there you can use the cash app dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire support what God is doing for the ministry and setting captives free in the nations through Jennifer LeClaire ministries if you feel led to Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire don't sow into a false prophet in the uh, discerning prophetic witchcraft series one of the things I'm going to show you is what happens when you sow into a false prophet another thing I'm going to teach you is what happens when you align yourself with the false prophet or, or prophetic manipulator. Text to give, text the word pray to 754 Use PayPal. PayPal is slash Jennifer LeClaire. All these are on the screen for you. P.O. Box 305 63 Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33303. Get on the mailing list. Text the word profit P R O P H E T, to 555 888. Just text as if you're texting the number 555-888 text the word profit get on the mailing list at jenniferleclair.org. get you know the mailing list just go straight to jenniferleclair.org or text the word profit to 555-888 amen God bless you I love you guys I'll see you later you have gifts God expects you to use them